But once I started reading the Bible, I started finding all these answers that I had been asking all these Bible workers. I was like, oh my goodness, like they're, these are the answers I've been asking all this time. Like they're right here. This is Camus. And this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big miraculous ways all the way down to small everyday things. Hello, this is Camus this week. And this week I have with me Dante, Dante Tyler. Dante is a friend of both Kylie's and mine. Kylie met him first. He went to college with her at Eastern. And then, I don't know, I somehow met him along the way. Now we're friends too. Dante's a really nice person. And he has been one of our listeners from the start, helping us out with feedback. And we were just like, hey, why don't you like come on our podcast now that you've been listening for like 38 episodes? Now you can be on and share your story. So kind of just like a cool little cycle and phase of like something we would like to happen like have our listeners share their stories too so just really thank you <laughs> thank you camus um no it's really awesome to be on the show you know I've, like like you said i've been listening since the very first episode mm-hmm. you know i've heard a lot of great stories i've heard your testimony i've heard kylie's i've heard all these fantastic testimonies and i thought i might give it a shot and try to give uh the, my testimony and why I believe God is great and why, you know, I know that he's good and real. So mm-hmm. that's definitely very good. Um, for those of you that don't know you, how about you tell us where you're from? Okay. That's complicated. Cause you know, I was born in uh, Utah. Um, mm-hmm. But right when I was born uh, my, uh, I have a complicated family. So my dad at the time, he was in the military. And so we moved to California like a week after I was born. We lived there on a military base until I was about two. Mm-hmm. We moved to North Carolina until I was about four. And then my parents, they went through a divorce. And my mom uh, met my stepdad, you know, and we moved uh, back to Utah for a couple of years and then moved to Washington. And that's where I've lived since I was about four or five years old. Um, you know, I've grown up here and I've really enjoyed it. And currently, um, you know, like you said, I, w- I went to Eastern Washington University for uh, my undergrad. I studied political science and communications, double major. And right now I'm actually a law student at the University of Washington. Yep. So lots of craziness in college, which is good. <laughs> it's just always weird to me. I have a student that's getting her master's and it's like, I didn't decide to go to college, which is completely fine either way, but it's always weird to like hear people and how educated they're. I'm like, wow, it's, it's kind of cool, kind of weird. I mean, you're uh, also, Camus uh, teaches me Bible studies every week. And, you know, that's where you're educated and you're ed- way more educated in the Bible than I am. And I get to learn all these things from you all the time. So well, education can be so many different things. I mean, God gives us wisdom. Like it's, he talks about how he gives us all wisdom, especially if we pray to him. And uh, he uses us in different ways, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he gives us different gifts and different talents. And so education comes in multiple forms. So I just, I don't know. It's just kind of cool to listen how different people are smart in different ways. And cause, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Just funny when you think about it all. All right. Last quick question for you. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about your religious background growing up? 
Yeah, so that's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. Um, yeah. I would say my religious background, I've always been a Christian. And, you know, you, you hear the podcast, everybody talks about how they had Christian families, but they didn't really practice religion. Mm-hmm. I think there's a mix of that in, throughout my family. Like we went off and on. Uh, my grandmother, she was very religious our whole my whole life. Um, you know, she was practicing. She would teach me about the Bible and like some of the, the things that I was supposed to do and be. And I really took those to heart, even as a little kid. I was, I've always been a kid that follows the rules. Um, mm-hmm. You ask anybody and they're like, oh yeah, he's a rule follower. Um, and so, you know, I think it was great to have my grandma uh, tell me about these things, even though I didn't always see everybody in my life practice this way. They, they would give me this good advice. I, I know my grandma was a good role model. I think my mom was always such a loving person. She always showed her love. Um, she wasn't always practicing, but she, if you asked her if God's real, she'd be like, yeah, of course God's real. Like, that's not even mm. a question. Um, but another influence to me was uh, my stepdad, like I was speaking about, he he was never somebody, me and him would sit there and we talk philosophy. We'd just talk all the time. But he never really talked about God. He would never, you know, say like anything about God. But I, I just remember sitting there talking to him one day and I asked him, like, I would be I would just be talking to him and he would say, you know, do you believe in a God? And he's like, of course I believe in a God. God's mm. so real. And a part of that is when when he was about my age, he was in an accident. He fell 40 feet through a building. Wow. Um, and he broke almost all the bones in his body. Like he should have died. Mm. But he told me like he met God when that happened. Like he, 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 he's not somebody who would ever come up with something like that. He would never be somebody who would, uh, he, he gets very upset when people, you know, t- you know, testify about God and know that they've never actually done it. Or that's what he would say. Mm-hmm. But he says, no, he met him. And he, like, he told him he had a greater purpose in life. And that's why he saved him. And, you know, that really stuck with me. I'm like, wow, I'm like you, you, you really believe in God. And I remember asking him one time when I was a kid, you know, I was like, what is the worst cuss word that exists? And, and he's like uh, swearing, saying the Lord's name in vain. That's the worst cuss word by far. And I was like, really? Like this, my stepdad, not really the most, um, sometimes cusses around, you know, he, he was somebody mm-hmm. who would cuss never once heard him use the Lord's name in vain. Not one time in my life I ever heard mm. him say that. And that really stuck with me. And that's something I just, I never did. Um, even no matter what, that's just something that I, my friends make fun of me. I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, really Dante? And I'm like, yeah, really? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Mm. Same. It's like, I'm like, oh my goodness. And <laughs> it's just weird. I went to our, or if you know, our church has a Christian school. They just started up and they're trying to tell the kids to not even say, Oh my goodness. And I said it the other day and they're like, that's a bad word. And I'm like, Oops. I mean, I'm not taking the Lord's name in vain, but I guess you don't even want it close to it. So yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I think that's a little weird, but it's just funny for me. I was like, well, I'm, I'm not even doing that, but okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a, an interesting one. Cause it's like, I hear all these, like I, for context, I'm like a six foot five, black man um 
and people will look at me and be like, oh, he's a giant. Like I was, I was an athlete in college and stuff like that. And I'll just be going, I'm like, oh my gosh. And they're like, really? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, really? That's kind of how I felt like the kids treated me. They're like, oh, you teach us about the Bible and you're saying that? And it's like, okay, Um, well, oops, sorry. Um, So, yeah. Definitely very funny. Um, But I'm going to turn it over to you. But before I do that, let's have a quick prayer. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for Dante and for his willingness to share his story. And just pray that you give him the words and just help whatever he says, whatever special message and story you've given him to just touch people's hearts and for us to learn something amazing about you from it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So... Um, my story, I'm going to just kind of go through a lot, you know, talk about like my childhood and stuff like that. So, you know, growing up, like I said, I didn't really have much of a faith background. Um, the dad I was talking about at the beginning, he isn't a stout atheist. Um, he's very much, he's like, God's not real. Like he, mm-hmm. um, it's something he believes we've had a lot of discussion and debate on that, but that's you know, something he believes my stepdad, he's, he's religious, but uh, he, I wouldn't say he's religious. He believes in God, but he's not religious. There's definitely, I think, a difference there. Yeah. Um, and so just growing up, you know, and my mom, you know, she was, uh, you know, like I said, she was, she was afraid of the church. I think that was a big part of my childhood is my mom and my dad being afraid of the church because the church that they went to, they would always tell them like, you know, they're going to go to hell and things like that. If, you know, because of things they had done in the past, even though they were very great people, they were people who believed in Jesus Christ. They believed in like all of that stuff, but they would tell them, you know, they're going to go to hell. Like, and sometimes they'd say, it's too late. You're already going. And I was like, you, and I can completely understand why they were very turned off from religion and why yeah. they would, but thankfully they weren't ever, they never told me not to be uh, mm. into religion. They, they always encouraged me when I decided to go to church um, you know, and that's something, you know, uh, you can ask anybody about me. I'm somebody who's always trying to, I'm very curious. I'm always trying to learn as you can see, I'm in law school. Um, but you know, I, I'm somebody who asks a lot of questions and wants to get a lot of answers. And even when I get those answers, I never, I still ask the questions afterwards. Yep, you do. <laughs> and so I was never, you know, growing up, I, I believed in a God, like from an early age, I always believed in a God. And I just, I was very, uh, I remember I had a really good friend. I played chess growing up. I had a really good friend. He played chess with me. Me and him are about the same. If I'm being honest, maybe he was a little bit better, but I'd beat him <laughs> a lot of the times. Um, and he was an atheist. And I thought that was so crazy. And I thought like, you know, I, cause a lot of people in my, around me were Christians, at least they said they were Christians and, you know, they believed in God and stuff like that. And he was the only atheist and he was the smartest guy I knew. So Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, obviously we were like third, fourth grader. So like, what is the smartest, but he was a really, he was a very intelligent man, um, a kid, but to become a man. And it really made me question, like, is God real? Like, is is this, you know, something that I believe? And I'm a, I consider myself a critical thinker and I'm always questioning my own beliefs and stuff like that. And I, I had to sit there. And I remember having that question my whole life, you know, going in and out of that. But I remember there were two points in my life where I 
knew God was real for sure. And one time it was because I was uh, one time my little brother, when I was in middle school, started having seizures randomly. And we the first time it happened, we took him to the hospital. He survived. It it was fine. But then it happened again while I was at school. And I remember my teacher bringing me into the hallway. This is a teacher that me and her did not get along at all. Like I was literally transferring out of her class because we were disagreeing so much. Um, Oh, wow. But I remember and I was literally leaving her class like next next week. She took me out into the hall and hugged me and said, hey, your dad's here. And I started to cry because I didn't know what was happening. And I Mm -hmm. thought. Like, this is a teacher that I knew didn't like me and I didn't really like her very much. And that's not normal for me. I love all my teachers. And um, she hugged me and I was like, oh my goodness, like, what is happening? And I got there and my dad's like, your brother had another seizure. You had to get fly him to the hospital. Uh, He got lifelined. And I was so upset. And I remember going to my room and I was playing video games and I was just so sad that I went and laid in bed and cried and cried and cried. Mm -hmm. And I remember a presence being there with me and I knew it was God. I knew, like, I, I can't, I don't, I can't honestly say that I saw him, but I saw him. He was there and he spoke to me and said, everything was going to be okay. And he was right. My little brother, he survived and he doesn't have seizures to this day. He had epilepsy um, he dealt with it for a while, but he's, he is doing well now. And he is now 17 years old. He has, a, he is a 17 year old. So he has a lot of issues, <laughs> but he, he survived and I knew God was there, but even then I still was still questioning what it meant to have God be real. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, as I went through high school, I, I dealt with a lot of issues with myself you know, I, I had a lot of um, self issues in which I like didn't think I was enough. And like, I, I did all these things. And I never felt like I was enough. And I would sit there and I'd cry in my bed being like, why am I here? Like, why do I exist? And I just remember one day it was like the worst it had ever been. And God was there with me and told me, you need to live and you need to be here. Like, you're important. Like, I love you. And other people will love you too. You just need to keep going and I just I just remember that moment so much because I just thought it was like is life worth living and he told me yes it is Mm. and I mean that was a really hard thing for me because I'm like okay I get it like God's real God loves me but what does that mean so you know so I went through this journey and so I knew God's real but I was going through a lot with my family my dad lost his job when I was a freshman in high school at the very end of my freshman year. And he couldn't find a job. Cause like I said, he fell from a building. He was like 30% crippled. Like he was really damaged. He, he didn't act. He didn't allude that he was crippled and he never put on his applications or anything like that. He never applied for anything. He was a very prideful man of like, no, I am completely fine. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm hundred percent fine. Mm. even though he could have used help he never wanted to get help that just uh, that was something he was taught growing up um so by the time my senior year of high school came around uh we lost our house and we were homeless for a couple weeks um you know I was living at a friend's house my family was living with other friends and, and family and 
Um, I was sleeping on a couch covered in dog hair. Like I, I, I didn't have anywhere else to stay. Like that was where I had to live. Um, and you know, that was a very frustrated uh, point in my life Mm -hmm. and I was very upset, but you know, I kept pushing through and I have, I had more time. I could just keep telling all these stories about how God was there for me, but I didn't know. I didn't know what was going on. I was a very, um, I was a very smart person, but I wasn't always the most wise person, you know? Mm -hmm. And I continued through, um, and I got to college Thankfully, I don't know how I got to college. Like I was very lucky that I, I applied, I got in, you know, and I made it through. And by the end of my freshman year of college, my mom got diagnosed with cancer. Um, she had stage four thyroid cancer and was supposed to die. Um, and I didn't know how to handle that. So I just didn't. I just, you know, continued to just be at school. And I just didn't really go home very much because I just couldn't handle the thought of my mother dying because she meant so much to me. And then, uh, I, you know, I continued through college and I continued to go through and, you know, and I'm not talking about God right now, but I, it will all tie back. And, yeah. uh, and then by the senior, my senior year uh, of high school, I was actually lucky enough and honored enough to be elected student body president of my, of my college. And it was amazing. It was a fantastic thing. And a week after I was elected president, or maybe two weeks after I was elected, uh, I like took office as president. My dad had a, a stroke and he was put into a coma. And I was like, wow, like, why does this keep happening? Like, why do all these things keep happening? Mm-hmm. And I went through a little bit of it. That was, I went through a really dark time in my life. I didn't do anything very dumb but I did some things that I wouldn't do personally like um you know I I drank alcohol uh I never drank like I I didn't drink like at all growing up but I I was drinking a lot of alcohol not a lot compared to a lot of my friends but a lot for me um and I, I was like not happy and you know I tried therapy and stuff and I just wasn't happy with my life and then um funny enough I got this by the end of my and I just started to really question like what God was and like if he was real I was I had these like very strange like beliefs on like God and like like uh, you know I believed in a God but like who is God and all these like really weird theories and like I was trying to just come up with my own idea of God without like Mm -hmm. any help or anything like that and then Strange enough, I got this girlfriend by the end of my winter, uh, starting winter quarter. Um, and she was a very different Christian than I'd ever met. Um, she was actually a good Christian, which is really weird to say. But like growing up, I had a lot of Christian friends who were very hypocritical, you know, who would, you know, drink all night Saturday and then Sunday would come up to church hungover and stuff like that. And they did it more for the image than for the actual love of God. And that was just something that I was really struck by. And I just thought that was just what religion was about. Like, you know, it was more of a, you know, you had to have your own personal relationship with God, but you, you know, but when you, when uh, it came to religion, like, you know, it was more for your friends than it was for yourself. Mm. Um, but this wasn't the same for this girl. Like she was very much like she believed in, in God. She, 
you know, she would tell me all these things from the Bible. And I'm like, of course, like, of course, that's, that's true. Like, I, I know that. Um, and funny enough, I was taking a political science class, political philosophy class at the same time. And so she was telling me all these things from the Bible and she's like, you should read it. And I'm like, I don't need to read the Bible. I know the Bible. Like it's, it's the Bible. Like I, I get it. It's the Bible. Everybody knows. I've seen all of the stories. I know all of the stories. Come on. Um, and then I'm sitting there in my political science class and one of the one of the political philosophers that are in there, like one of the most historic ones, is Jesus Christ. Like he, like we have to read uh, two chapters in our book about Jesus Christ and Paul. Both of them are both of the political philosophers who had the most influence on political philosophy. And I'm sitting there reading this. I'm like, I didn't know Jesus believed this. I didn't know Jesus said this. I didn't know Paul believed this. And I'm like, wait, this is really really good stuff. Like you guys like. And I'm sitting there in class and my classmates are just bagging, like they're talking really bad about the things that are being said in there. Like, and I sat there and I just thought something came over me and like, you know, I had some really good atheist friends. Like a lot of my friends were atheists at this point or agnostic. And I just started pretty much preaching to them about like how they were not seeing the message that was being delivered here. Like how they were, letting the baggage of religion, the baggage of all of this, like, you know, thousands of years of like bad things that, you know, a lot of the churches had done yeah. get in the way of the actual message that was being said on this paper. Like these are things that I knew that they believed in, like that they truly like love thy neighbor. <laughs> like, love, yeah. like be like all these like super simple messages. They were just looking over and just trying to put hate into it when I'm like, no, like read the words that are being said right here. Like, this is beautiful. Like I'm sitting there in class debating with these people and I just like, was like in love. And I went home. Uh, and I like to say, I went home that day and read the whole Bible. That's not true. That's not what I did. I went home and I started reading Matthew though. And I was reading it chapter by chapter. And I was like, this is the, some of the best reading I've ever had. I was like, I did not know the gospel was so powerful. And I sound, I, I felt like I was like, I went to my, my girlfriend at the time, like, I'm sorry, you were right. I don't know the Bible. Um, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the New Testament and I'll let you know how I think. And I did. And I loved it. It was fantastic. And that felt so good to me that I just, I felt really at peace. Like I felt at home. Finally, I felt like I started to understand God mm -hmm. and all. And I remember at this time in my life, I would Bible workers would always come to my house, like just from different sects of, of Christianity. And I always let them into my house. Like I always let them in. I'd give them water, I'd give them any food, like whatever. And we'd sit there and talk. And we sometimes talk for three or four hours and I would just sit there and I would debate with them asking them all these questions and they never give me an answer. And I was like, then like, I can't believe what you're saying if you can't give me an answer. And I'm like, but I wasn't given an answer either. Mm -hmm. I wasn't asking myself, like, why do I have to ask this question or why, what is the answer myself? But once I started reading the Bible, I started finding all these answers that I'd been asking all these Bible workers. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like they're, these are the answers I'd been asking all this time. Like they're right here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and Camus, you and I, we worked on it. This was after I'd already read like the New Testament and everything. And like, I'd ask you these questions and you would have really good answers and you would help me come up with my own answers too. And you were like, of course, uh, as you were somebody who grew up in, in faith and stuff like that. So yeah. a lot of these were like simple answers. Like you just knew them. So it was hard to explain to somebody who just didn't know them. Yeah. But once you had explained them to me, I was like, oh my goodness you don't know how powerful what you just said is like all these atheists have been asking me this question for years and you just gave me the answer and like you don't understand how powerful what you just told me is i know Um, it's so funny like when you grow up in the church you don't realize how much a blessing it is that you don't have all these like um that you actually understand who god really is you know like you have a good picture of his character and you're like of course he's love or of course you know something simple (laughs) and and sometimes it's a lot more complicated. Sometimes Dante would stump me and be like, well, we're just going to have to pray about that and hope the Lord answers it. And sometimes we would pray and the next week we'd come back together and we're like, hey, this is the answer. And we're like, oh, oh wow, it was right there. I know, right? It was like super simple, but we needed God's guidance or else we were like completely stumped. Yeah. So my journey um, right there, it was... It was really, it was very interesting. And I would love to just sit there and talk about every little thing that happened between then and now. But, you know, I just remember I was becoming more and more into my faith and I was becoming stronger. And I met, and then I got accepted into law school and I was moving to Seattle, Washington. And I was like, do I continue to go to church or not? Like, I'm going to be busy with law school. Like, I'm not going to be going there with my girlfriend all the time. So I'm like, do I still keep going? Like, mm. like, is this something that I want to do? And I'm like, I, I was like, and when we went to church, we didn't like interact with a lot of the people at the church. We didn't talk to a lot of the people. So I was like, I don't even know like if I'll be able to make friends or stuff there. Mm. But my girlfriend at the time, she was, she told me, no, call, call one of the churches. And there were three around me and call, just call one. And I was like, fine, I'll call one. That's weird. Who calls the church? But whatever, <laughs> I'll call the church. And the pastor got back to me and he was like, hey, yeah, come meet with me. Like, it'll be great. Like, you know, and I was like, fine, I'll go meet with you at the church. Um, and so I get there and he shows up and he looks nothing like a pastor you'd ever seen before. I was like, oh, this is the pastor. Okay. He was such a loving man. Mm-hmm. And he showed up and then he also showed up with his, um, I don't know, co-pastor? I I don't know, like his junior pastor. I can't, I don't know what the actual word is. He's a pastor now too. Um, And he was also, he was a black man, which was very interesting because I'm like, I've not seen a lot of black people in the church before. So, Um, and they both came up and they both talked to me about, um, about the church that they had. And I was like, this is, this is a fantastic church. Like, I love everything that you guys are telling me. Like, Mm -hmm. this is great. Um, and I remember, and it was like, okay, I'll come, I'll come every week. And I started coming and the people there were just so fantastic. And I loved mm. them. And it was funny because there were a lot of people of, you know, I grew up in Eastern Washington and it was not a lot of diversity and it's never that big of a deal for me to have diversity or not. But I just remember I showed up there and there was, you know, another lawyer who was black there, a black woman lawyer. There mm-hmm. was, you know, do- there were doctors, there were, you know, people of all backgrounds, different diversity. Like I'd never met such educated people of color. And I'm sitting here starting law school and they're like, 
oh my goodness like and i'm the only one there that's like my age like i'm the only person my age there everybody else is married and old older <laughs> they're not old if they're listening to this you're not old <laughs> um but i was just sitting there like wow these people are, are really educated very faithful in god very loving of god and i'm like you know i'm sitting there at my law school and there's not a lot of people who are, i i thought were very much in faith but mm. I, I started going to church and I would come and I would talk about God and all these people are like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a follower of God. And they're like, I, I go to church every week and stuff like, like nobody had talked about it at my law school and stuff like that. And they came to me like, they're like, oh, you go to church every week. I go to church every week. Like, that's so great. And we like started talking. I'm like, there's all these Christians at my law school. And I'm sitting here like thinking I was all by myself and I was like a little bit embarrassed. Like, I know I believe in God. And then I started to realize, no, there's so much power in telling somebody you believe in God. And I had all these friends now that were also in my faith and we'd sit there and we'd talk about like the nature of God and love. You know, I had some Jewish friends that some people of um, Islamic background, and they would also talk about how powerful God is. And I'm like, look, like we all come from different sects, but we all have the consistency of God is love and we all loved him. Mm -hmm. And it was just really strong and it helped me just be like, I'm going to keep going every week. I'm going to keep holding these commandments. Um, and I'm going to just, I'm going to hold myself up to these values. And I didn't need anybody else to help me hold up to those values. I could do it myself because I, and I say I could do it myself. I couldn't because obviously God was always there with me. He was walking with me. At, uh, there's that old story of like I was walking on the beach mm -hmm. and there are two pairs of feet. And I thought a lot of my life when I was going through these struggles that I was sitting there walking by myself. Like when things were good and things were nice, I always had God. But when I was by myself and I was walking, I was like, man, it feels terrible being by myself. But I had to look back and realize, no, I was, he was carrying me through those times. I don't think I could have made it through a lot of those times without him. And I've just seen how much stronger he's made me, how much more resilient. And, you know, the, the life I want to live, the, the, the thing I want to give to this world, I've needed to have a lot of those stories. Like I, I could sit there and like, why are, why this happened to me? What was me? And like, but I knew that he was making me stronger that whole time. He was making me resilient for all the things I'm going to have to deal with in my life. And I'm very happy to have God with me, uh, to have Jesus Christ you know, be my savior, to know that the gospel is real, to have it be the one of the most beautiful, if not the most beautiful stories mm -hmm. in all of history. And to know that it's nonfiction. Um, and to sit there and be so sad by his sacrifice for us, but to know that it was all in love, it just, it overwhelms me sometimes, but mm -hmm. I'm very happy it is. No, it's, it's so cool because like, I think sometimes like, especially like being raised in the faith, like we forget the beauty of like, whatever our church believes or like just of the gospel and like how Jesus came down to die for us. And I think that's like, why we should be out there like talking to others and like building relationship and reaching out to those that like believe in God, but like don't really know because like, you know, seeing how great they're like, Whoa, this is like an amazing concept. You're like, it actually really is. I just never realized before because I took it for granted. 
And so, mm-hmm. like, when you're out there and you're talking to people, and like Dante's like, "Whoa, this is super cool." I'm like, "Yeah, I guess you're right. This is pretty cool. I didn't think about that." Um, I like asking me these super difficult questions, and I'm like, "I don't have the answer." And I'm like, "Lord, I don't know what to say." And like, it teaches me, you know, like rely on God and like, you know, like sometimes I have to say, well, I don't know. Let's, you know, let's go back and let's pray about it. And then you come back next week and you're like, Camus, God gave me the answer. And I'm like, praise God, because I had no idea how to explain that. And that's, that's something that I really encourage from both sides. And that, that's something I've always been a fighter of, you know, trying to help atheists see that. And I, I know a lot of atheists who call themselves atheists who still believe in a God, which is weird mm-hmm. enough. Um, but they, they definitely have just, it's more of the baggage of the church and stuff like that. That's really weighing on them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things I, I've been trying to do is bring logic into the gospel, into God, into the love, because God is a rational God. He is a loving God. He gave us free will. He gave us all of this thought. So he definitely wants us to understand him. And I think understanding him is such a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as a Christian, I try really hard to be able to come up with these questions that I have and understand them and try to come up with the answers to the best of my ability. So that when I am challenged by my friends and stuff like that, I don't have to say it all relies on faith because while it does rely on faith and that is how you, you know, you do understand God better. I can understand, I can use the faith that I've received and the, the guidance I've received to try to help this person maybe take one or two steps closer with God to push themselves closer to maybe one day be sitting in the pew next to me yeah. and understanding uh, God's love too. Because, you know, that's our goal as Christians is to try to save all of us. And everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own walk. And we can't judge because we're not the ones supposed to judge, but we can help and we can love and we can be there with them. So that's my goal. Yeah, definitely. I think like a lot of the times, like we as people, we're very relational, like we love interpersonal connection. And like, we look back on the church of the dark ages and we're like, how could you kill so many? And I think like, it's really powerful. Like when you really understand God that you can kind of separate that and say, well, they use God's name to do those things, but God was not in that. They use the Lord's name in vain. They mm-hmm. use the Lord's name to justify their terrible actions, yeah. which I would encourage us not to do and use the Lord's name only for love and for his glory. Mm-hmm. No, there's, there's a lot of cool concepts. I'm like trying not to like have a, cause Dante and I, we love to talk, especially about like theology. So I'm trying to not turn this into a theology talk because we could too easily do that. Um, but yeah, no, I like your story, Dante. I think it's it's really simple, but it shows that like if we're just out there talking to others and we're friends with people, no matter where they are in their walk with God, and like just challenge them and encourage them and like you know ask them questions like why do you believe this and what do you think this way and I mean I already love to do that because I love to learn about what people like think and like what they believe because like. I grew up in one church my whole life, so I'm kind of curious what others think and, like, how their viewpoints are. But I think it's really powerful because it starts a conversation. Well, what do you believe and what do you think? And, you know, iron sharpens iron. So, like, even if they're a strong Christian, maybe you can help them understand something. Or maybe if they have no faith, 
you can show them like, hey, like God isn't a bad person. So like, even if it like you're saying, like even if it's just one step or two steps, or maybe they like run a whole mile, or you know, just be there and like out in your community and like intentional. And that's why your story's so cool because like your girlfriend, like I don't know if she was like purposely trying to convert you, probably. Um, but like she was willing to talk to you and to encourage you and be like, Hey, like just read the Bible. And through that, like you were able to find a connection with God and get in a church and have like good, strong Christian fellowship and like really get some of your answers, question, your questions answered and, you know, just growing your faith. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. I I'm very happy with where, where this journey has taken me and i'm excited to see as i continue to grow as a christian as we all should be continuing to try to grow in a christian as mm-hmm. a christian and you like you never stop and like probably <laughs> never stop and like one of the best ways to grow is like once you get that foundation is like reach out and even if you're not a strong christian just reach out and start making connections and talking about god because i have learned so much from like teaching Dante or like going to other Bible studies, like sometimes it's like different faiths that I might not agree with. Or and like sometimes I go with a Bible study to my pastor and he's, you know, I just go to all these different Bible studies and I teach all these different people and young children and I learn so much because everybody approaches God differently. And so they'll ask me different questions and that'll get me thinking. And then I'll like read my Bible and I'll look and I'm like, Oh, here's their answer. Or sometimes they come back and they're like, Oh, here's my answer. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. Well, even if I can uh, say is even this podcast has helped me have a lot of like really good revelations about God. And, you know, some people's stories and testimonies have been like, wow, I never, I'm like that, that happened to me in my life. And I didn't even think of it that way or like, and things like that. And I'm like, wow, that's really, really strong. They're just hearing stories about god especially when it's full of love you can just get those sparks you get those those mm-hmm. those feels his grace just eludes from those people and it, it can be even if you don't agree with them like god's still with them and still has his love the holy spirit is is walking with them and you know getting those that feel of grace is just so strong you can feel it can make your day just 10 times better mm-hmm. that was like a big reason that kylie wanted and i wanted to start it was because like people's stories are so powerful like even the simple stories and like no offense Dante, I consider your story maybe like a simpler story but I love the simple stories because it shows that like you know going out and like just talking to people works that like you know Christianity works and like just the simple stories of people finding through God and the small things I think that's super cool because like sometimes it's easy to see God in big things and those big miracles, but like it blows my mind to see God and like the everyday little things and how he just like slowly like woos you and pulls you to him. And I think like they all have validity and they're all super powerful. And I love that like this podcast is like a platform, like Kylie and I have been so immensely blessed through it. And like we pray and pray that other people are and like stories are powerful and like just to see God in like big miraculous ways and everyday things, it's just it's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you, Camus, for having me come on and be able to <laughs> tell my story. It might be a simple one, but it's it's one it's the one that I have, right? It's mm-hmm. the one that it's the one that brought me to God. And yeah. 
And I think sometimes the simple ones are more powerful because like you didn't have to go through all this awful stuff to come to God. It was just like this simple stuff that you could. Well, thank you, Dante, for coming and for sharing your story. I really appreciated it. And apologize to all our listeners. I had a lot of background noise today because it's super cold here in Idaho. And I just could not go anywhere quiet or else I would freeze. So (laughs) apologies for all the dog barking and crazy noise. But such is life. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for listening and tune in next week. And thank you again, Dante, for sharing your story. We super, super appreciate it. All right. Bye. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, share, like, and review. Also, you can contact us at our Facebook page. That is God is real. God is good podcast. Or you can email us at God is real. God is good podcast at gmail.com. Bye.